Welcome everyone to Do Well and Do Good. You're here because you have the desire to create financial freedom, but you also want to make a powerful positive impact on the world. This podcast exists to tell the inspiring stories of men and women who have achieved both, people who do well and do good. I'm your host, Dorothy Ilson, and I'm here to help you discover proof that individuals have the ability to make a massive impact. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It is episode 83, another one of our solo shows where it's just you, me, and the mic. And I wanted to share with you today uh, a lesson that actually comes from a past interview that I did. See, I actually listened back recently to episode 68, which was my conversation with Luke's story. Luke is the founder of the School of Style, which is an online school for aspiring career stylists. He's also the host of the Life Stylist podcast, which I've gotten totally hooked on lately. And he talked about something early on in the interview that I think is, you know, really relevant to not only entrepreneurs, but you know, really every single one of us. Um, I think that, you know, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. I believe that there is something in this concept that you'll be able to relate to and really take from. And if this is something that you know you really recognize as a problem in your life, then hopefully this episode, this conversation that you and I are having right now can be the catalyst for you to make a change, a permanent change. So what am I talking about? What I'm talking about is this idea that Luke called financial sobriety. And the best way to describe this is by sharing with you a little bit of the story that Luke shares in detail on the show. Luke was getting started in his career as a celebrity fashion stylist. And what he found was that he was good at making money, but he was a little bit better at spending it. In short, he was living beyond his means. And I think that this is something that a lot of us can you know, fall into sometimes without even realizing it. So for Luke, the way that the stylist industry works is that you buy the clothes on your credit card and then you get reimbursed after the job is over. But what Luke found was that when he would get that big check, you know, get a $25,000 check for all of these clothes, it was easy for him to forget that the money wasn't really his. You know, that money belongs to the credit card company, but he was still going around, you know, feeling rich and spending like he was. And so this took Luke into major credit card debt, which he then had to spend years digging out of. And so I think, you know, even if uh, that specific example feels a little foreign, we can all relate to this in some way. This idea of burying our head in the sand when it comes to our finances, you know, really just not even knowing where your money is going, but just trusting that it's going to work out or crossing your fingers and hoping that it's going to work out. And it's something that can really get you in a lot of trouble. Another iteration of this is the idea of lifestyle creep. I was having this conversation with a good friend of mine uh, just a couple of days ago, this phenomenon that tends to happen when you get a bonus or you get a raise at work, or if you're a business owner, you know, you bring on a new client and your revenue increases. But then you realize a couple months later that you have no idea where that money even went. 
you know, it went to uh, going out to more restaurants or, you know, buying something for $50 here, $100 there. I mean, that stuff really adds up quickly. Or another thing that can happen is your income rises and you respond by getting a better apartment, a better car, a personal trainer, whatever it is, you know, you allow your lifestyle to expand to fit your new income. So that's this idea of lifestyle creep. And for me, you know, this was really, um, really a problem. In the first year of running my ad agency, Needles Eye Media, I was making double, more than double, what I ever had at my job, but I had basically nothing to show for it. I was still living month to month, you know, the, the entrepreneur's version of paycheck to paycheck. I finally recognized after a year of this, after looking back at my books and saying, holy crap, you know, I had this much revenue. Where did it go? I had to finally get my head out of my ass and and just wake up to what I was really doing. And so there are two things that I did to really get things under control and and to turn this around that you know maybe you might find helpful especially if you're a business owner but you know even if you are working in a job this idea of paying yourself first you know I've talked about it before on the podcast you know when you make money when you get your paycheck when you you know when you take that uh, money out of your business whatever it is paying yourself first saving first and so I read the book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. And it completely revolutionized the way that I look at my money, the way that I treat my money, the way that I really stay organized in making sure that what I'm doing with my money is aligned with my goals. Part of that was I actually started tracking all of my spending. You know, if you don't really get a handle on where your money is going, then you aren't able to take steps to, you know, improve the way that you are, the way that you're spending. So I like a tool called YNAB. You need a budget, Y-A-N-B. And what I love about this tool is that it's perfect for people who have a variable income. So for me, you know, I don't necessarily have the same amount of money coming in every every month. You know, it might be higher one month, lower for a couple months and go back up. And so it makes it difficult to use more traditional budgeting tools. And so what I think is so great about you need a budget this tool is that you basically allocate your money as it comes in. So, you know, whenever you, you know, get paid, you take every single dollar out of that paycheck and put it into buckets that you have designated for food, for rent, for vacations, for, you know, just just fun money, whatever it might be, you get to customize it and then really make sure that you are aligning your actions, aligning your spending with your values, with what you've said that you're going to do. I really just couldn't love more the way that Luke described this as financial sobriety. You know, making sure that we are being sober with the way that we are handling our finances, handling our money. And the big takeaway that I hope that you get from this is that the first step to creating a new reality, any new reality, is really getting honest about your current one. The beauty of this is that once you actually take that responsibility and 
implement your own accountability, you'll discover that it doesn't restrict your freedom as you might fear. It actually creates freedom. Now, if this idea of financial sobriety resonated with you, if you got value from this episode, then I encourage you to share this episode with someone else who you believe might get value from it also. Shout it out in your stories, take a screenshot and upload it that way, or just DM the link to someone who you think really needs to hear this. So with that, I am so grateful to you for listening, for sharing, for helping me to spread the message of this podcast as far and as wide as I can. I appreciate you and I'll see you back here next week. All right, everyone, that's our show. Now, before I sign off, I want to introduce any new listeners to how the Do Well and Do Good Challenge works. There are two ways that you can participate. The first is if you are looking to do more to give back, I encourage you to contribute to any of the nonprofits nominated by my guests. Send a screenshot of your receipt to challenge at dowellanddogood.co and your donation will be included in our monthly tally of the tangible impact this podcast is having. The second way you can participate is absolutely free and that's by voting. See, in the first couple days of each month, we host a vote inside of our free Facebook community to determine which of the nonprofits nominated the month before that I will then donate a portion of my advertising agency's profits to. It's an awesome way to make your voice heard, and we've been able to raise money for some incredible organizations doing good in the world. So if you'd like to be a part of it, then head over to dowellanddogood.co backslash Facebook, where you'll find a link to join the group. Once you're inside, I'm also sharing tips, ideas, resources, and more to help you both increase your income and your impact. We're having so much fun inside there. So head over again to dowellanddogood.co backslash Facebook, and I'll see you on the inside. It means the world to me to earn your time. So thank you so much for listening.